Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. All right. Hi, I'm Sarah. This is Kat. And welcome to Books and Bevies. Mm-hmm. Um, on this episode, we are talking about... The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue. Do you have a bevy? Uh, a cup of tea. A cup of tea. And you. Just some nice H2O. Delicious. Yeah. Is there a reason you're drinking? Too many to count. Um, I think the main one that I am going to say, I'm going to just like choose to focus on the positive. I'm going to a, a drag show tonight. So that's very exciting. That sounds like fun. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I could technically be drinking right now and having some pre-drinks, but I, it's a bit early still for that because I don't think the show starts till eight. <laughs> it's very early for that. Just start drinking four and a half hours before. <laughs> You're like, pre-drink. <laughs> uh, so yeah, just water for me for now. Gotta hydrate before I start drinking. Smart, smart. Because now I'm old. And if I just start drinking, I'll be wrecked tomorrow. <laughs> I'm like keenly aware like the distance of me eating something and if I start drinking like I didn't think of that that much when I was uh, younger because it just like didn't matter mm-hmm. but now I'm like mm, it's been too many hours since I've eaten something I need a snack first <laughs> <laughs> yep I can't I can't just do the things I used to anymore used to be so like Emma and I split a six pack the other day and I woke up and I still felt hungover. And I was like, nice. (laughs) Nice. It wasn't like a bad hangover, but it was there. And it was like, man, if I was like 19, 20 right now, I would have drank the entire six pack and woken up at like 5 a.m. for work. (laughs) Like, I don't know how we did it. And do you? Do you have a reason for drinking? Um, no, not really. Getting back into the swing of school, mm. which is nice. Um, I like the classes this semester, so 
all's good. Nice. Oh yeah. I guess I also just, I'm done all my courses right now until I enroll in new courses. So that's pretty exciting. That is exciting. Did you like, did you find out how you did? Not yet. I'm I sure did my last final it. yesterday. Ooh, you really mm-hmm. just finished. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. I did okay. My marks were pretty good. And I was like very medium confident when doing the exams. There's definitely some things that I didn't know, but oh well. It's how she goes. I am really excited for this drag show. Okay. So, The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue by V.E. Schwab. Anything spoiler free to say? Any thoughts, opinions, questions, comments, concerns? Um, I went into this not knowing anything, which I think is a a good way to do it, as we've learned, mm-hmm. consistently learned. Um, it's different. Like it's not it's not a storyline that I've heard before, which yeah. was fun. It did it does have a lot of uh time switching mm-hmm. um which initially because i don't read very well apparently i did not know and i was like what what is happening and you know what turns out at the top of every chapter it says the year you're in so it's very clear so it's a me problem but uh one that i rectified quite quickly when i realized i was confused um so I started reading the whole page because the thing is, sometimes I don't read the chapter. Is that just like, you know, when it has like a chapter title, sometimes when I'm reading, I just don't care enough to read it because I want to know what happens. So I like skip it. Were there chapter I, titles in this book? I thought it was just I numbers. Think, I think there are chapter titles. No, it's just numbers well, and then and like where location. it's taking place. Yeah, but that counts as a chapter title. <laughs> <laughs> if it doesn't explicitly just say one, two, it's a chapter title. Okay, sure. We will agree to disagree on that. I feel like that's just... You disagree? That's not a chapter title. That's just information. A chapter like title... In the chapter... If it's additional information that isn't just the chapter, what is it? Fun facts in the chat? No. <laughs> it's not a, but it's not a title. A title it's would be... part of the title. It's not a title. It, it's neither. It's, <laughs> it's neither. <laughs> what? what is it okay so like when you're reading i hate to do this to the listeners again but to bring up sarah j mass when you're reading sarah j mass and there's like a name under the number of a chapter does that is that a chapter title to you it counts as part of the chapter title yes but it's not Um, a title (laughs) there is no title it gives me information that i wouldn't have had otherwise in the chapter area it's not in the book. What it would? What is it? What would it's you call just, it? It's just the perspective. <laughs> it's not but a part where, of a title because there is no title. Is it in? Is it in the body? No, it's in the title. <laughs> it's not a title though. Uh, fair enough. 
Ooh. The point is, sometimes I skip it uh, because I assume it's not that relevant. Um, and it usually is almost like consistently it's relevant. That's why it's in there. I think that's the most heated we've gotten on the podcast in a long time. Chapter titles. All right. For those of you yeah, hear, hear me out. I, I can agree that it's a subtitle. I will be, I can see that perspective a lot more than a chapter title. All right, fair enough. Because I would going consider the subtitle. chapter title like a phrase that's like not to do with like the place or the time or the perspective or like a number. You know, like how some books legitimately <laughs> A phrase, have- but that doesn't include these things. <laughs> okay, so hear me out. The chapter, the number is the chapter. And then the phrase, place, whatever, that doesn't count in a chapter title is the subtitle. Mm-hmm. Okay. We, I, I'm fine with that. I'll, I'll let that be. Are you Googling it to see if you can prove me wrong? No, I'm just, I'm trying to find a definition for chapter title. I don't really see anything. Well, do you have anything spoiler-free to say <laughs> other than the chapter titles? Um, spoiler-free about this book. I mean, to give like the most vague synopsis for those of you who haven't started reading it or haven't read it yet, it's basically from the perspective of a girl who is immortal, which is why the time period shifts a lot um and I found that very interesting I I also like I've never read a book like this before I've never it was a very interesting concept to read and I really liked the writing style I feel like this is like I was a big fan of the writing style mm -hmm. like this is very I think I'm starting to really learn like it only took us like what a year and a half of doing the podcast, but I think I'm really starting to learn like what type of writing I like. Um, and it's not even just like in the type of book it is, like the genre. It's it's it really it's in the way it's written. Yeah, it is like it's the tone. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you, English class. I guess I did learn something. Um, you know what? You know how, like, a lot of the books we read, it's, like, the ending is, like, the part that we really focus on. That we're, mm -hmm. like, wow, like, I love the ending. For me, it was almost the opposite in this book. I didn't love the ending. Really? No. I did. Because I am. Because you're what? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm something. I'm fucking <clears throat> tired. That's what I am. Fair enough. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know what it is. Actually, I do know what it is, but I'm just not gonna say it right now. Um okay. I just yeah, the ending was maybe the weaker point of the book for me. Interesting. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like this is one of those books where we've had, especially over the course of this podcast, I feel like we've had a rough go of some of the books that we've read. Um, and a lot of ones that we like really didn't like. Uh, and so I'm very happy that like now we've had a pretty good stretch, maybe with the exception of the picture of Dorian Gray a little bit, just because that was a very difficult read. But this book is very like adult, but still easy to read and not like to the point where it gets like super explicit, you know? Yeah. It's not like a classic where it's an adult book, but it's hard to read. It's not like, you know, a smutty book. It's like, it's just very well written. My French prof actually had read this book. We talked about it in my like final oral exam (laughs) because she was like, what are you reading right now? Because obviously she asked me it in French. And I remember I was so stressed out because I was like, am I supposed to say this book title in French? I don't know how to say this book title right now. I didn't, what? I could probably fake it, but not great. And then she was like, oh, I've read that book. It's so good. And I was like, yeah, I really like it. I'm like halfway done. It's a good moment. She didn't give me bonus points or anything, but you know. <laughs> how dare she? <laughs> she should have just given me 100% on my book book choice alone. Um yeah, no, and and I know we've talked about this on the podcast a lot, but this is another one of those books that I would recommend and not be embarrassed about recommending. Yes. And you know what? That seems to be quite hard for us to find. It's <laughs> like true. ones that we like and would not be embarrassed to recommend. <laughs> That's a tragedy for us. Um because yeah. It was it was a very interesting read. I think that's really all I can say that's spoiler free. I guess like to a point there was multiple perspectives, but not like with every chapter, you know? It wasn't like a flippy flippy. It was just like in a little point in the book you got another perspective. Which was interesting. I liked it. I liked that it wasn't overbearing on the multiple perspectives because I find some books can do that. I think it would be hard with the multiple timelines and multiple perspectives. I feel mm-hmm. like that much flipping would get a bit confusing, but mm-hmm. yeah, no, it, it's well done. Yeah. You got an overall rating? Yeah, I do. I think <laughs> I'd probably give it. maybe a nine Mm. maybe an 8.5 it honestly like the book could have been a 10 for me I really liked it until the ending Mm -hmm. it just like yeah we'll get into it later but yeah I think I'm gonna give this one maybe an 8.5 Usually I'm a good deal above you, but also I will say that this book also has romance in it, and I was not in the headspace to be reading a book where there was romance. It was making me incredibly bitter. Um, So I just didn't... Maybe maybe 8.5s across the board. 8.5s? Yeah, you're right. This is a bit... um, Not romance heavy, but romance-centric. 
Yeah. I feel like I really liked the beginning because there wasn't a lot of romance. The romance definitely comes in at a later point. And I was just like, I was like, hell yeah, I'm sad. And we are reading a book that has no romance in it. That is so good for my mental health right now. And then there was a little bit of romance and I was like, God fucking damn it. (laughs) You're like, no, that's not what I wanted. That's not what I wanted at all. I wanted to just be sad. Uh, yeah. You want to just get into it? I think I'm ready to get into it. Uh, starting off strong, I was so, I thought it was so funny that literally chapter two, it mentions Dorian Gray. I was like, what are the odds? I know the okay. reference now. I literally have the exact same note because I was like, this is ridiculous. And then this isn't a spoiler for the next book, but um, just, I guess, so that the listeners know now too, the next book we're going to be reading is The Maidens. Um, And there's a character named Henry. And so I was like, okay, so we went from Throne of Glass, Dorian, to the picture of Dorian Gray. And then we had this book that also mentioned Dorian Gray. And then... The next book, oh, like, uh, says Henry, which is one of the characters in this book. And I was like, are we just like, is there a glitch in the Matrix where there is no different character names right now? Anyways. I love it. Mm-hmm. It keeps it easy to remember. <laughs> At the very least. Also, this book has um one of my, we've discussed it. I know it's one of my favorite themes. I kind of forget if you agree. But, um. I love it when the main character also loves books. Immediately makes the main character more relatable. Just like, because there's a quote from Addie, and it just says, books she has found are a way to live a thousand lives or to find strength in a very long one. And I just, I loved that. And beautiful. Um, the whole thing of like, it's on the... Uh... <clears throat> dust cover as well where it's like in quite big letters never pray to the gods that answer after dark Mm -hmm. I was so unsure where this book was going because like that was the first thing I read and I was like you're set in like 1740 something I was like what's about (laughs) to happen um it starts off strong obviously Addie prays to the gods that answer after dark (laughs) can i ask what your thoughts were on luke in general so this is this is the point hear me out i made i made a note and this is i swear it's before anything happened okay so i wrote there is one note i made where i was like oh my god i think i like enemies to lovers too much because I was like what if what if Luke and uh Addie are lovers and it's on page 321 just let's let's together as a class open that page 321 this is before anything happens between the two of them Uh and this is the line that I was like wow I hope this is enemies to lovers. When Luke is talking to Addie and he says, do not mistake this, any of this for kindness, Adeline. 
I simply want to be the one that breaks you. And I was like, the exact same note. Oh my God, romance. (laughs) Yeah, here's the thing. When I was, um, first of all, I have the exact same note. And it wasn't even like, uh, for me, it wasn't even an enemies to lovers thing. It was just like me not hating Luke as much as I think the author intended because he is clearly supposed to be the villain but when he said that I was like oh I know that was my reaction too it's like I want to be the one that breaks you and I was like why was that the moment where I was like you know what maybe Luke is good I mean I definitely never like to be fair throughout the entire book I never hated Luke because he just kind of had dark powerful vibes which... yeah wasn't really, like he wasn't mean particularly yeah like, he did the things that were asked of him mm-hmm. it was very like Yeah, like, what do you expect? You prayed to a god after dark, you stupid bitch. <laughs> yeah, I, I was dead when I, because that was my initial thought when I read the line. And then later on, it, you, it like flashes back to find out Addie and Luke did have like a moment in time together. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh my God. Again, only in books. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess it is like moderately early on in the book when the romance starts. It's like page 85 where um, where Henry like sees Addie for the first time. I also do want to say that I love the description of the bookshop. And just it sounds like, beautiful the vibes because those are like my favorite kind of bookstores as well like I love a good used bookstore where everything is just chaos you know do I ever buy anything rarely because obvious naturally I can never find what I'm looking for but I just I appreciate the vibes What did you think when Addie and Henry met? I mean, I had a hunch that he was going to remember her or. Yeah, I I, I had a hunch that it was going to be like a love interest pretty immediately. But like, I mean, like, wh- why did you think he remembered her? I kind of thought that he might be like Luke in disguise. Or like, Ooh. like definitely planted by. Luke which like technically it was but I thought it was gonna I thought it was gonna be a little bit more manipulative because like yeah I thought it was a trick exactly so it's that's that's this is what I mean by Luke isn't like totally evil (laughs) we're just very pro villain on this podcast I like a good villain what can you say he was definitely like the most interesting character in my humble opinion luke luke yeah (laughs) i just like that you can see him like slowly soften like you you see like the softer and i was like 
we have problems. Um, but yeah, no, I thought it was going to be a little bit more, especially because I expected Luke to either become the good guy or become more of the villain, because at this point he wasn't really that much of a villain. Like he literally just gave Addie what he asked for or what she asked for in a, like a little bit of a fucked up way, but yeah, that's the thing. I just like, I don't think I ever saw him like throughout the book as a villain villain. Yeah. Because I would not have had (laughs) the same reaction that Addie did. I would have folded way sooner if he was like be with me for eternity and love me he's also described as very attractive too and like dark and kind of menacing and I'm like shouldn't be my type but it kind of is I can't imagine living with the Addie's curse though oh yeah I did want to ask you would you rather have Addie's curse or Henry's if you had to pick do I have to die in a year like is it the full curse or no then I'm obviously going Addie really if I could if I had to die in one year yeah I would take I would rather have Henry's you're like I don't even need the special part (laughs) (laughs) you can just give me a week of really good happy fun times where everyone just loves and adores me and then I'm good it's not dark yet, so I can say that. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a happy fun episode. Um, um it yeah, I don't know. I would have a hard time picking between the two if there were no timelines on either. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think Henry's is like objectively better better because if you had Addie's curse and there wasn't a timeline then basically everyone would just forget you exist and you would live a normal life like (laughs) and obviously you would pick Henry's okay what if it was like no I guess I I don't I think that's kind of the point is that it would be like really hard to yeah but no, as as soon as Addie found out that like ideas are wilder than memories and that she can plant ideas, I was like, Yeah, no, that was I'm cool. Interested. hmm And I did really like at the beginning of all of the parts, like the little art pieces that were like so those are really it it added a little something fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, this is like super side note um you know the part where it's like the black plague and Addie um like is thrown into the pile of dead people um have you've watched Monty Python right yep do you remember that part where it's like literally the exact same thing but then you just like hear and from the pile of dead bodies like not dead not dead but it's like supposed to be funny and I was like this is like the non-comedy version of that scene for Monty Python Monty Python took some dark things and made them funny <laughs> it's so funny it's so funny I like immediately I thought of that when I read it <laughs> I did like, not but I'm glad you brought that up 
just like in my, in the back of my mind I just heard a British man going not dead and then I started laughing even though it was not a funny part in the book at all I also kind of like how um Luke's eyes kind of change to different shades of green depending on his mood I just I know <laughs> like there's so much to like about him Uh, but yeah and like the fact that he was like just super yeah what (laughs) you said nothing (laughs) just like I don't know I feel like if I met a I don't know a god and he just like wanted to take me to dinners and like he didn't like he wasn't really treating her poorly (laughs) you know i will be the one to break you (laughs) he's like pretty nice you know sarah do we have to talk about this uh probably maybe i should hire a therapist but that's a professional discussion i think Evidently, all I want is to just be taken to dinner. <laughs> just, just dinner. I did kind of like that. Um, Luke was originally supposed to be short for Lucian, and then she kind of realized that it was like ironic because Luke could also be short for Lucifer. Not sure if you picked up on that, but I really liked that part. Didn't even think about it. Mm-hmm. I Henry's entire storyline hurt my feelings. He was a very relatable character for me. <laughs> it was so sad. It's like poor sweet Henry. Like the this this the this part got me it was like take a drink every time you hear you're not enough and it was just like an entire like page and a half of like listing ways that he's not enough and I was like Henry I was like did you take that from my diary brother (laughs) you're like hey those were personal lists I think that's yeah it was it was uh emotional for me it was it was it was just very sad um like his, his henry's whole deal is like basically he trades one year of his life to just like basically feel like enough mm-hmm. um and like you initially i didn't really get it i was like how like i need backstory because like you find that out first and then you hear like why and i was like oh when Oh, Henry. <laughs> Whoops. Um, For those of yeah, you who don't know, that's a chocolate bar oh, in yeah, Canada. It might be a Canadian chocolate bar. It might be in the States, too. I don't know. But I don't ever tell. Yeah, who knows? Um, Backtrack a little bit. Oh, fuck. I forget his name. Remy. 
to me, that was one of the saddest storylines. Um, not Remy's character, but Addie's relationship with Remy, the like. Yeah, my brain is not not picking up what you're putting down. It's like uh the guy who what what like year was this? I don't wanna like fuck up the timeline. It was in 1724. Um and like Addie was like dressing up as a man and like walking around Paris oh, alone. And then he, yes. she met Remy and like they had a romantic like thing. And then they ended up having sex with each other. And obviously he woke up and didn't remember her. But like there was a point where um, he like wakes up, doesn't remember her. Cause like obviously they only had sex the one time. Um, and then he immediately pays her. And that's another reason why I don't think I could handle Addie's curse. No, I I would be terrible with Addie's curse. It sounds horrible. (laughs) Yeah, that was. I don't think hearing about Addie's relationships in the beginning is very sad. Mm -hmm. Because yeah, like just the way that she learned how to like cope with it. Yeah, no, I don't think. I don't think I would ever have sex again (laughs) because I don't. I wouldn't want to just wake up and always like. Like, what if you really like, click with someone and then they just don't remember you at all? Like, they could be sober and then they just assume that they had gotten really drunk because they don't remember you at all. Like, even though they didn't, you know? That's, that's... I would I would much rather have Henry's curse. Fair Unless... enough. Did you anticipate Henry uh, believing Addie? Believing her? Yeah, like when she told him about her curse. Because I think no. she told him before. Yeah, cool. I I was very unsure. I was like, don't know what's about to happen. And and then he was like, yeah, I believe you. And I was like, why? Because I made one too. I was like, oh, what <laughs> twist. <laughs> Henry. I think it's also like, it goes to show like such a difference in their kind of perspectives from like where they came from because I feel like for a while Henry didn't like he kind of just thought he was going crazy you know what I mean like he didn't really believe in the curse because it's just like a different time period he grew up in the 21st century like just a very different vibe whereas Addie obviously immediately knew because of how she was like raised in the 1700s you know so I thought that was an interesting take Maya I think my favorite part about Henry like trying to figure out if the curse was like real or like what was happening was when he was talking to Bay like his friend (laughs) and was like are you into me? She's like, sorry, hon, you're cute, but I'm still lesbian. I was like, incredible. That was also one of my favorite parts. I found that so funny. I feel so bad for Henry. Like there's this one quote that I have. um, It's like other people would call him sensitive, but it's more than that. The dial is broken. The volume turned all the way up. Moments of joy registers brief, but ecstatic moments of pain stretch long and unbearably loud. And I was like, oof. Henry. Oof. Yeah, you just, you feel for Henry in this book. Mm-hmm. No, you know, I also have an, another part that's so sad for Henry. I'm just thinking about it now. 
when he has dinner with his family for the first time Uh. and everyone's nice to him and he's just like the absence of judgment is jarring Mm -hmm. imagine that being your family dynamic Mm -hmm. people being nice to you is what like caught him off guard Mm -hmm. Uh, i'll tell you how uh i did not feel relatable to henry in one moment (laughs) i'm so tired um actually no it did make me feel kind of bad for henry again but like when his curse finally started working and he was like he says it feels good to be the user instead of the used and like i was like oof that sucks yeah there's just a lot of like ah yeah the gut sad things for henry Mm -hmm. oh my god no one of like i think the part that made it made henry's curse suck as well was not even just that um like it's he wanted to be enough, but he didn't, like, technically accomplish that, in a sense, because people only saw what they wanted to see and didn't really ever understand him as a person. So, like, he technically was enough in their eyes, but he still knew that it was he wasn't actually enough, or he still thought he wasn't actually enough, because... um there's a point where he's going on a date with Vanessa, who's like the blonde chick, and he asks her, uh, he asks, okay, I found it. Uh, he asks her, what do you see in me? And she's like, well, you're exactly what I've been looking for. And he was like, well, what's that? Um, and he was hoping that she was going to say like real sensitive, thoughtful, like anything that Henry actually was. And she was like, oh no, you're outgoing. You're funny. You're ambitious. And Henry's like, I'm not any of those things. You just. You see what you want to see. Yeah. So that made me feel really bad for Henry beyond obviously like the before part of the curse where he was going through it. Like. I would take a mental toll on you. And, and also yeah. only having like a 12 months to live with like a clock on your mm-hmm. um, own arm. Uh-huh. There's a lot. Mm-hmm. Heavy, heavy topics. Luke taking souls left and right. Yep. And then there's another one of those really long monologues. Uh from Henry's perspective, which it's like, take a drink every time you hear a lie. You're a great cook, they say, as you burn toast. And like, it's another one of those really long monologues that's like the one that's like, take a drink every time you're not enough. Yeah. I really very- liked Henry's yeah. perspective in like a written style. Like, I kind of liked how there were these like long, almost like poems. I found them very interesting and like a nice kind of change of pace even though they were very sad yeah i i feel like i wasn't expect like henry's perspective comes in like i don't know 
a third of the way through the book, maybe halfway through the book. I just wasn't, I don't think I was expecting a switch in perspectives mm-hmm. at that point, but I, I really liked it. Okay. Here's the thing. And I thought about this a little bit. Um, when I was reading this book, Luke has like a similar vibe, like personality wise to Reese. Yeah. I think it's like the dark power vibe that Luke and like has. Sarcasm is yeah like he banters yeah because there's this one part where i i think this was an, again another part where i was like oh luke but uh he takes her to a shakespeare play and he like starts to kind of brag about um how he made a deal with shakespeare and she's like you lie and he's like i boast and i was like see you're funny <laughs> <laughs> I can get past the fact that you might be a demon. Oh my god. Okay, I'm sorry. We need to talk about This is another one of those points where I started cackling while I was reading, even though it has nothing to do with the book and everything to do with just you and me, because you and I did this, and the way it was done in the book versus what we did... Oh, oh no. God. Do you remember the, the part where um they go to a whispering gallery? Do you No. <laughs> that's that, that's the end of that discussion. Um that was very wholesome in the book. It's like cute seeing something new. I'm trying to think of the best way I could describe our version of doing it. Childish in- and immature. <laughs> <laughs> like, just just use your imagination. If you were at the whisper wall, what do you think we would say? <laughs> and that is, in fact, what we were saying. I think the people who have been listening for a while know that we are literal children. Um, So yeah, one time we did go to a whisper wall and we did not, naturally it it was us, so it wasn't like a romantic, cute thing. It was definitely two shitheads. And I honestly don't even think we were whispering. I think we're like cry (laughs) yelling into these things. Because we couldn't whisper because we were laughing so hard. Exactly. Anyways, let's move past it. But I had to I had to at least address it a little bit. Glad I that's back in my memory bank. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You're so welcome. It's what I'm here for. You know when um okay, so basically we like we know that he made a deal with um luke like henry made a deal with luke but there's something missing that we don't know which is like the year timeline thing yeah and then like his soul gets taken at the end of the year for the life of me i could not guess what that was going to be when there was like there's like something you don't know there's like a sadness i thought it was like he was working with luke like i thought it was going to be like a he was planted Mm -hmm. there once that once i got past the thing that it was a trick i thought he was working with Luke and just like happened to fall in love with Addie, but like he knew what was going on the whole time is where I was going. And then he was like, Yeah, I'm you know gonna die in a month. So I was like, Oh <laughs> you, got, you got me. 
I don't really know what I thought. I think my first um, reaction was that he was going to die soon. But I didn't think it was going to necessarily be that soon. Because there was like a reoccurring theme of uh, time moving too fast and Henry having like panic attacks about like how fast time was going. So I thought I thought maybe it wasn't that he like had a limited amount of time, but maybe that he was going to age quicker or something like that. Mm. Like, I don't know. That's kind of like kind of just the opposite of Addie's thing. Yeah. But I didn't think there was going to be like a direct uh, timeline. Yeah, that was a bit shocking. It was a little <laughs> aggressive. Another point where I was like, oh, I might be a little bit too into enemies to lovers was when um, it was just like, obviously, like the settings that Luke put her in. And then it would be like, Addie looked over at Luke and he wasn't watching the orchestra he was watching her and the shade of green (laughs) in his eyes was like he was pleased and I'm just like Addie or like a stronger woman than me (laughs) I think it was something like and she would later find out that that was like pleasure or whatever like please that was the color of his eyes and I was like it's gonna happen (laughs) (laughs) because when i tell you when i got to that part where you find out like it flashes back and you find out that addy and luke um were together for a bit oh at that moment i was like i'm not putting down this book until i figure out how this book ends a hundred percent and now i just want again because because we were very uh enemy to lovers eccentric when luke ended up like at the very end of the book being evil again and like you find out that he was just like playing the long run to get her to surrender by like trying to make it seem like love okay (laughs) (laughs) that was pretty dark but also yes he was trying to get her to surrender but i truly in the deepest part of my heart believe it's because he liked her same i think that's not what it was supposed to be like i think it was supposed to be oh it turns out this guy is evil but he just i wants just to i win. just yeah yeah I just chose not to believe it. And then, yeah, when he's, like, kind of reverts back into that, like, darkness that you saw, like, earlier on in the book, and he's not as soft, I was like, no. (laughs) No. See, yeah, it's just, like, for me, because Addie said something first, I think it was, like, a defense mechanism. (laughs) Addie hurt his feelings. Katrina, what is wrong with us? Again, I'm going to keep repeating this over and over again. Only in books. But yeah, no, I loved it. 
Oh my god, the other thing that fucked with me is when Luke made Addie lose like a week of time when Henry already had a month left. So by the time that she was like no longer with Luke, there was only three weeks. I was like, okay, now that now that is a little fucked up. That was pretty savage. <laughs> I still forgive him, which is a problem. But I was like, oh my god. Um you know, I think that the okay, we can jump to the ending. Tell me why you didn't like the ending. Okay, before we get there, I just thought of something. I'm getting off topic. I'm not sure where I was going, but yeah, I just, you know, <laughs> Luke, a little bit dark, a little bit scary. So why I didn't like the ending. <laughs> I'm just gonna like connect everything I'm saying so you can't edit. <laughs> like it's just gonna be one really long sentence. To be fair, I feel like I don't know. We shouldn't always talk about other books. I don't know. Oh yeah, no, you can you can cut that out. Okay, I'm, cool. I'm you just want to make it difficult for me. Yeah, <laughs> I like to make things as hard as possible. You're such a bitch. <laughs> Thank you. <clears throat> so, see now I'm starting fresh. You can cut that all out. Here we go. <laughs> so I didn't really like the ending. How much caffeine have you had today? Honestly, one cup this morning. Because <laughs> I kind of want to keep all of that in just so that people can understand the level that you are on right now. Um, I, like, I, I liked the ending. I liked that things were wrapped up. But for me, the way, like, the pieces of it ended i felt like there were too many endings does that make sense no <laughs> you're gonna need okay. to elaborate so like henry's life gets saved because addy makes a deal mm-hmm. ending addy ended up tricking luke in kind of a way where she would be free eventually ending the uh, secret life of addy larue is a book ending Gotcha. And there's there's an oh, there's something else that happened too, but I just felt like I would have preferred if Henry got out of his deal, and then like that's it, and, and you're like, oh, what happens? Henry's writing the book, and then he's like, what happened to Addie Larue? And then he's like thinking to himself, and he's like maybe he got maybe she got out of the deal because and then starts thinking about it but i just didn't like how it was like this is this is what happens then it flips to that version and then it goes back to henry being like oh but this is a story who knows what's happening to addy and i was like okay there's just too many there's too many endings that didn't really have a purpose for me gotcha yeah i feel like it was just like thrown in out of nowhere and it like didn't need to be in there Like, you know how some, like, thrown-in endings, you're like, if it wasn't there, I would have died? These ones, I just felt like it added to the story when I wish it, like, I just wish it would have ended, like, 40 pages earlier, I think. Yeah, I can kind of see that. I feel like the reason that I liked the ending was because it was a little sad and dark. Um, It wasn't a happy ending, which is why I liked it. I'm doing so good right now, guys. Uh, I feel like I could have done without the book. 
I not <laughs> I, I, I immediately forgot about like the ending with the book and I was like so you didn't like it 8.5 out of 10 however I wish I didn't read it <laughs> no I feel like the um it felt a, like I can see what you mean by it did kind of feel a little hallmark movie vibe you know yeah, like it just the you know what it is. You're correct. It the, the vibe of the book did not match the vibe of the ending. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Yeah. No, that I, I I do see what you mean. I did like it like the I liked the concept of the ending in general, but I do think that it was like, you know, like you see um like a cheesy movie and then it pans to like a 10 years later or whatever where like things are wrapped up in that sense i feel like it could have just been a sad dark ending which would like match the vibe of the book a little bit better yeah just like henry reading the journals and being like i remember or even yeah like if it ended right there i would have been like whole Mic drop. We should get into like editing or something. I just cut out entire chunks of the book. People are like, I have no idea what the story is about. I'm like, mic drop. <laughs> make it quick. <laughs> make it quick and make it sad. <laughs> Perfect. Devastate me. <laughs> if I don't cry in these 300 pages, it's not a good book. Agreed. Uh, yeah, no, I didn't cry at all in this book. No. It was like, it was sad, but it wasn't cry sad. Mm-hmm. And I think especially because I was not very invested in Addie and Henry. I was way more invested in Addie I and was Luke. deeply in this. See, I think that was also the problem because I was like surprised when Henry was going to die. But also I was like, well, <laughs> get out of the way, Henry. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's unfortunate, but... Which is very much not the intention of the author, I don't think. Which However, is kind of sad, because, like, Henry's entire character is that he thinks that he isn't enough, and you and I are sitting here. Oh my god, I'm so sorry, Henry. You oh are god. enough. You are so enough, Henry. You are perfect in every way. Just not for Hattie. Oh Just Yeah. <laughs> You're 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 perfect, just not for the other character. <laughs> yeah, we did not take the correct um, ideas from this book. Well, I mean, isn't there even a point in the book where Addie says she doesn't? She's not even sure if she believes that it's actually love. She just thinks that it like they're the only two people who can see through each other's curse. Yeah. Mm. I also remember that. It does, I don't think that gets wrapped up. I don't think so either. Like, that was just a, I love you. And she's like, mm, I, don't, I don't know if it's, I do. But then she does say it, so. She does say it, but she doesn't believe it. Yeah. So. Because she was really in love with Luke. Poor Henry. I know, this is very sad for Henry. <laughs> We are not making things better for Henry. I'm very glad he's fictional. Yeah. 
imagine he's like based on a real character and he like oh my the, god i would die and then the person like knows that henry's based off of him and then <laughs> listens to this podcast imagine it's the author based it on himself oh i will say i did um appreciate again i feel like We've mentioned this before in other books, but I appreciated that both of the main characters were bisexual, but it wasn't made weird. I like that it wasn't like a driving character thing. It mm-hmm. was just like part of them, you know? Yeah. I, I feel like I like that a lot more in books. When it's just like, you find out they're bisexual and then it's just like, oh, okay. Or I guess I think Henry was probably pansexual because... He didn't, he said he liked the person, not the body. So I think Henry was pansexual and Addie was bisexual, I think. Again, it was just like said in passing. So it's like, you know, didn't make it weird. It wasn't like overdone. Yeah, so it was a good book. I I just wish the ending matched the vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could have been, especially considering Luke was very dark and menacing. I feel like the ending could have matched the vibe a little bit. Yeah. I don't know. I was was just like, I was so excited getting towards the end. And then it was just kind of like, yeah, no, if it, if it, if the like vibe continued throughout, like if it ended at, um, and I remember definitely 10 out of 10 book for me oh yeah i love this book yeah i feel like this book is also kind of a topic of controversy in like the book talk community Um, is it yeah because some people think that it's way 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 overhyped um which i think we've we've kind of discussed this before but i think that is a very toxic trait of like being on book talk is a lot of things get overhyped and a lot of things get spoiled um so yeah, if there are any like book talkers listening, I feel like if you want to recommend a book, less is more when like trying to convince people to read something. And I feel like we've also kind of adapt adopted that like method with our our like spoiler free part where I feel like every episode it got like a little bit shorter for a while. Yeah. <laughs> Cuz like I think our first episode we did like it was very 50/50 for like spoiler free to spoilers um yeah now it's very like this is bare bones what it's about moving on yeah if you think you'll like it read it and then listen to the rest of the episode um well do you have a favorite character and a favorite quote for me (laughs) you know i love luke (laughs) same I honestly don't think I thought about quotes while I was reading this. So I'm going to super quick see if I can find one, but you may go first. Cool. I have two, which is a very low number for me. Um, Usually I have to whittle it down from like fucking 10. But um, the first one is literally page one, chapter one. (laughs) I don't know where to go. Ah, What is the person, if not the marks they leave behind? And then the other favorite quote I have um, is, there is a defiance in being a dreamer. It's not my, I don't know if it's my favorite 
quote, but it's just like a a line slash phrase slash several lines that I thought was a bit sad, but nice. For reference, this is uh, set in 1729, 24, 1724. But it's when she's like, freedom is a pair of trousers and a button coat. And it's like, it's about Addie being like, because she wasn't allowed to walk alone as a woman. So if she dressed in uh, like dresses and things like that, people would uh, not be very nice. But if she dressed in uh, pants and a button coat, they would leave her alone. You are muted. I really liked that part too. Thank you. <laughs> Alrighty, do you have anything else? Um, no. Nice. Well, next book club episode, we will be reading a book called The Maidens by Alex Michaelides. Sure. Um, I'm already finished it. <laughs> I read it in like two days. <laughs> I it's yeah, <laughs> it's a book. Um there's like a little blurb on the inside cover for my copy that says a spellbinding tale of psychological suspense weaving together Greek mythology, murder, and obsession. Oh wow, that sounds exactly like your kind of book. <laughs> You're right. Uh, this is this is another book I'm going into with no thoughts. Like I've, I just learned that it's about Greek mythology and obsession. But like I, I have no idea what it's about. I also went into it blind, and I was, yeah. I don't want to. I'll save it for the episode. But yeah. Um. So that is the next book club. If you want to follow us on social media, our Instagram and Twitter is at bookbevies. And our Gmail is bookbevies at gmail.com for longer email inquiries. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.